This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor. Established in April 2021, Upland Development United is the oldest and most exclusive and transparent node development collaborative in the Upland Metaverse. Contact more cheese of N68 for more information. Warning! This podcast is produced by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment and contains unsolicited and heavily biased opinions which are solely the views of the individuals involved. It does not include investment advice of any kind and you are responsible for undertaking your own financial, including tax liability research relevant to your own individual circumstances. Thank you for listening to or watching the UDU podcast. This is U2 number 91 presented by Metaverse Ventures Entertainment, More Cheese and me, Ben 68, featuring co-host Dak, Joe Lives, the agency, TB125, members from the Upland Development United team and, of course, general Upland community members. Today's show is recording live on either Tuesday the 28th of February or here in the future, it's Wednesday the 1st of March. Uh, Reminder that if you want to join in live with your own biased and not financial advice opinions, Access to the weekly Zoom is via the MBE Discord server. And the link to that, of course, is in the description. How are you doing this morning, Cheese? I'm good. How are you? Except I'm biting my lips off. And I'm yawning my head off. Yes. <laughs> Another... It could be worse, right? Indeed. I could have got up at 3 a.m. for no reason, but I, I was <laughs> had a successful 3 a.m. 3 a.m. alarm this morning. That's good. That's good. Yes. All right. In addition to catching up on some crypto and Upland news and events from the week that was and will be in and around the Upland metaverse and running through our co-host segments today, we'll touch on the latest Spark Week, the One Piece Labs partnership that was kind of announced, uh, UNICEF's Brazil's emergency relief block explorer sale, uh, the upcoming Genesis Week events, a potential hint at an upcoming international city release, and some tips for those looking at applying for one of the Structure Ornament MetaVentures options. We'll also be outlining the next huge and better late than never outdoor decor sale for Samurai Aquatics. So yes, jam-packed show today. And to wrap up the show, we'll be giving away 12,000 UPEX from last week's weekly challenge, 5,000 UPEX from a fantastic new quip submission. And one of our live participants, of course, will have their shot at the 1 million <laughs> UPEX wheels. Reminder that if you're in the Zoom live for the recording and you are selected to play the wheels, you need to tell us what the code word or phrase is before the first of the three wheels start rolling to get a mulligan spin. And I've already just said the code phrase. So if you're reading between the lines, you've got a sneaky peek at it. All right, let's get stuck straight into the breaking badly news and take a look <laughs> at what's happening in some of the... It crypto and upland markets now last week it was all about the green we're always we were saying we're all off to the races it's go time well it's a um it's a different story this morning we'll pull that up now so the global crypto market cap has dropped 3.5 percent it's still above 1 trillion uh bitcoin dominance has also dropped a little bit not much there but over on the coinage she's a lot of red 
and some big drops there too. Look, 17, uh, AVAX, Avalanche is down 17.4%, back down $17.49 from last week over $20. Uh, Bitcoin's down 4.1%. Um, the only one that we cover that's gone up is WAX. That's which, crazy. Eight yeah. cents. Wow. Yes. Wax I is... love that. Now, um, the caveat on that is, I haven't been rounding, well, sorry, I have been rounding some of those numbers off, but I've stopped doing that. So like, for example, um, what's one? So wax, for example, there's a lot more decimal places in that. So I've started to patch those in. So sometimes we'll see that it says 0.08 and we'll say 0.08, but there will be a different percentage amount. That's just because I've mucked around with the um, decimal places there. But yeah, a lot of red cheese. Yeah. I mean, it's not too bad. It's not nah. winter bad, but it's still, you know, it's a, it's a nice wind up for another rocket ship. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm still personally banking on a another big pullback before we go off. I don't don't think this is it. No, I think this is just a temporary blip. But again, not financial advice. Do your own research. All of that stuff. But yes, very red across the board in the crypts. Look at Polygon down thirteen percent too. Um, yes, some big drops there. And for a change on the flip side, Upland's gone in the opposite direction. Yeah, that's awesome. So the 90 day average stats, the transaction volumes, millions of UPEX last week, we were at 45 million. And this week we're up 1.7%, 46 million. And the 90 day average trading volume, it's up almost 2%. So I think this is probably a reflection of, you know, some of the extra because that's the 90-day average. There's quite a lag there for all of this to change. We like to look at the bigger picture stuff. So this is probably, you know, the Buenos Aires release. Um, what do we have? Sal Polo release, that sort of stuff. So, And it's interesting to see too with um, with the – where was I looking? Oh, I can't read. What's total unminted properties? I can't see it. Where you see? Oh, total unminted properties. Eh. This What's week, 373,104. Yeah, so I believe even after the Sao Paulo released, we still managed to, the numbers still managed to drop. So even though we had extra supply come on the market, that all pretty much sold out. And we, we're, you know, people are still minting up a storm, which is good. And DAP radar, the unique active wallets on the seven days, a almost 7% boost on that was 61,190 last week up <clears throat> almost to 66,000. So that's kind of cool to see that head in the other direction. Yeah, that is great. I it's yeah. And it's kind of reflected in the city markets as well, a lot more green on the trees than what we were seeing yesterday. Uh sorry, not yesterday, last week. So yeah. Standouts there, Brooklyn's had a nice bump up a thousand apex on the UPX price. Um Bronx is getting a bit smashed. Down 10%. Leave my Bronx alone. <laughs> Flat in Chicago. Oh, look at that. I forgot to mention that last week. Chicago is now at the rock bottom USD floor, which is kind of crazy. Tier one city, major hub city. Is that because of you? Um, I, I, to be honest, <laughs> I haven't I haven't done anything in Chicago for the last week and a half maybe i've just i've just got so many other projects on the go it's the the very last thing i get to i do need to get some more up but it hasn't been us usd sales i'm not i'm not selling at three dollars there's 
I do have some 2,000 Upex minted properties there, but at $3, that's you're starting to sell at a loss. I, I don't sell at a loss as a habit like that. Um, the only re the only way I'll sell at a loss is if I buy in like Manhattan for Apex and trying to sell for USD. I'm not I'm not doing that in the in the sludge at three dollars. I'll leave that for other people. The sludge. The sludge. Yes. Um, what do we got? San Francisco up six point four percent on the UPX price, over twenty six thousand, but down on the USD back under twelve dollars. And what's happening in Manhattan? The other big one. Tiny boost on the UPX and 7% down almost on the USD. So, yeah. <clears throat> kind of a bit here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. So, I think that's this is good news. All the red in the crypto market is good news for me, and all of the green in the upland news is good news for me. So, yay for me. <laughs> oh, is it, isn't my turn yet? <laughs> Let me see. I believe it is. Over to you, Cheese. What's been happening in Upland this week? So much, actually. It was Spark Week. Woo! So yes. go get your Spark. Go level up. Yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so th there is one piece I really want to talk about, but I'm going to actually let us all look at this first. Ooh. It is the new landing page for... Ah for upland and it looks beautiful look at this yeah I, th I thought i was going crazy like hang on a minute is that changed yeah 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 it looks really good yeah you scroll down you got all the stuff that's coming out <clears throat> definitely looks a bit more metaversey metaversey exactly mm -hmm. exactly so we have that we have um some <clears throat> turkey in syria if you want to yeah, donate to charity um for now effort I, relief yeah I, I do have a wine associated with that but i'll i'll save that <laughs> later yes um yeah all right it started at your 3 a 3 a.m or 12 a.m or something and and uh but the thing is it, <clears throat> it, it, it it's still there you know it, i don't think they did it so that it would um sell out really fast they put a, a good a decent amount of quantity there and it's basically just for those who want to um you know donate and have a little memento for donating like a, a donation po app if you must yeah you said po app in the one and two show last week what, what does that mean so a po app is kind of like an nft that shows that you attended an event <clears throat> ah, yeah, yeah yeah that makes sense yeah, I'm so sorry, my throat. You're right. Um, so yeah, the, I believe there's still there's almost 300 of each still available. So at 10 yeah. dollars each. So yeah. So it's like a slow trickle for everyone, like to to get in there. And um, I mean, it's ten dollars if you want to get one. Go ahead and get one. It's it's uh pretty awesome that they're they're, they're that they're doing this. They you know, I think it's cool. Um, so. Mesme, I'm going to give you a shout out because this was an awesome find last night in the Upland Cafe. She found an article that made us all kind of go, hmm, this is really awesome. I'm going to share that right now. Things that make you go, hmm. 
All right, so she shared this, One Piece Labs and Upland, the Metaverse Super App Launch, Metaverse and Web3 Incubator to accelerate growth of decentralized projects. Now, um, Mesme, since we always kind of like bring people on, if, if you want to, no pressure, you kind of explained the gist of this last night. Do you want to unmute? If you don't, that's totally okay. I'm putting you on the spot right now. No, that's fine. I'm here. All right. So you want like what what is the gist of this pretty much that you explained to Goldie last night? So the gist of this to me is twofold. We don't have a lot of information, but basically it appears that there has been a company created. My guess is it's actually an upland company, but it's very hidden uh, to help people create uh, spaces in the metaverse tied to upland. Uh, that will bring things like utility and help us make money. Uh, and there's going to be support financially as well as support um, from that community to help you uh, create projects. And uh, it says you don't have to be a techie person. Um, if you're not a techie person and you have a great idea, uh, fill this stuff out and see if, if we like it, we'll help you out. And so it looks like there, there is an opportunity here for folks to really get businesses going in Upland. Um, the only other thing I would point out about this is, again, I, I'm a researcher. It is very hidden who's behind this, but it's called UpBlock. So I think it's an Upland shoot off. It sounds like it, it sounds like it. And it says that it's starting March 7th. So we still have time. This link will be in the UDU podcast, YouTube uh, link when it comes out. It says, <clears throat> Starting March 7th, One Piece Labs will host an incubation program for talented startup teams, providing mentorship, resources, and support to help them build, launch, and scale their products. Like Mesmi said, as part of the partnership, Upland Me Inc. will offer grants and valuable feedback to participating startups with the goal of adding value to the companies and strengthening their, their networks. Successful teams will join the Upland developer community and gain discoverability connection to the global Upland user community, monetization opportunities, and the technical foundations to launch a Web3 experience unique mm -hmm. to Upland. So this, cool. this is huge. This is freaking huge. Thank you for, um, thank you for finding this, Mesmi. Um, and I know... JR Wheels was trying to find, <laughs> he was trying to find a company, uh, Upblock, and all it says was redacted for privacy. Every single question about the company was redacted for privacy. So, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> we'll find out. It's exciting. I really like it. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Right? Right? Ooh. That is interesting. Um, oh, and I know uh, I'm, we must have covered this, but the early bird tickets are gone for Genesis Week. So you can still buy tickets, but you won't get the NFT, but you'll get a wonderful experience with your community and the founders and the community managers. I can't personally wait myself. So yeah, we, we kind of covered this a little bit in the one and two show, but you're definitely heading there. Um, we kind of spoke about how last year it was pretty big, but I think um, <laughs> this year it's going to be probably tenfold. So, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't wait. 
it's going to be great. And then I do want to say, like, uh, Ben, you want to share what you mentioned about the car sales, like the cars? Um, we'll see. We'll see if TB jumps in. Um, oh, all right. All right. He might jump in. He might be going to be late. So we'll see. Yeah. We <laughs> see, Prado wants me to sing in Vegas. <laughs> God. Um, well, you, Elijah, so Elijah says that there'll be simulcasting Genesis Week events in Real Node LA's theater. Ooh, Will you be cool. there, Elijah, like for taking the video to cast it or will will it be um, TJ Miami Boy? Drewo? Does that, that mean Droopy? Droopy. Dro 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 <laughs> Droopy. Droopy. <laughs> We got there Drippy's in the end. Be <laughs> cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that is very cool. Yeah, so look out for more about that. Yes. Um, we do have some spotlights news as well, but we'll wait and see if TB jumps in. We'll leave that for him. And everybody out there, look at my beautiful MVE cup that's available in our merch store. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Link in the description. Yes. Link in the description. <laughs> All right, as I said, um, TB's caught up at work. He may jump in late, so we'll wait and see on that, and we'll head straight over to Dakman for URL Cars and Racing Report. You there, Dak? Hey there. Hey, hey. I'm interested in hearing TB's uh, report. <laughs> so um, I don't have uh, a lot to mention out of URL. One of the things that I did want to talk about is we've been able to get eight S1R uh, racers to commit to racing a uh, test season in URL. And so I'm trying to get two more S1Rs. Uh, three of them are coming from uh, Matsuda R's MM, uh, MVMM uh, group. And then uh, three are coming from a uh, arrangement with Think Upix World and uh, Castle Node and the, which is the Citadel node, the UCC UMC node, uh, with Mass Chef and Castle Racing. So Castle Racing will be represented with three S1Rs, and uh, Matsuda MVM will be representing three. Then we have two others that have uh, joined up: uh, Sergeant Loco, many of you, and oh shoot, I forgot the last one. But we need two more uh, to join, and. I'll actually look up who the other person is while we talk. So the uh, so if you have an S1R and you want to race, the there's only two spots left. And I know that I'm heavily trying to get people to jump in. So uh, let me know and definitely head over to URL uh, to sign up. Right. Uh, oh, and up the Dale. Up the Dale is the eighth uh, driver that's going to be racing as well. Nice. We've so, got a couple of questions in chat just to butt in on you. Um, Kachao's yep. asked, how much are S1Rs going for these days? Last ISO was 2.2 mil. Uh, yeah, if you can get it for Upix, that's amazing. Um, I know that they they tend to sell in US for uh, upwards of 1,800. Oh. Uh, and then if you're, I, I saw the Argentina um, S1R selling for uh someone posted it for 6800 mm. and shack has asked how much does it cost i assume she means so, to enter yes and so what we're going to do it's going to be six races uh i'm sorry 
yeah, it's a six race and the entry is 25,000 per. Um, and so one of the things that I was saying is if people can uh, set aside about 300,000 for the whole season. Now, mind you, what it does is um, a lot of that prize pool actually goes back to distribution. And so the top six finishers will at least be able to get back their uh, investment or then some. And then most of um, the other places will get some of their investment back. Um, the other, uh, finally, the final thing that I'm trying to do there too is also bring in sponsors so that we can actually increase the price price pool. And my goal is to start the uh, season towards the end of March. Okay. So the sooner I can get uh, the final two racers lined up. And the reason I'm doing 10 instead of 12 is I'm going to include one of my cars. I'm going to use my S4 as a camera pace car. You can kind of do the streaming and do the camera angles. And I know you can do camera angles in spectator mode, but you get more camera angles if you're in the, um, in the car racing. And so my S4 will not get in the way of the S1s, uh, but we'll be able to do that. Also, that's, it was hard enough to get 10 S1R drivers, uh, let alone getting 12. So it just kind of works out. But what I'm going to do with this is I'm going to use this as kind of a test model to see how we use, uh, how we set up the rules, how we're able to do advertising uh, for those sponsors and anyone else who wants to advertise, and then start to kind of build out around it. Um, I know that I will be, uh, I will be using tracks in uplands that have been submitted, and so we will be using tracks that are associated with URL or have to URL. So the number of tracks we will use that are in upland will be minimal, but we hope to be able to kind of do something kind of cool. Uh, we'll also try to do Twitch streaming and all that. So this is really all the kinks out and getting it all worked up. Yeah, that's a good idea. And don't forget to hit us up for, for some sponsorship too. Yes. And then uh, Jazz, I saw said, what is an SR, S1R? So S1R is a series one racing. It's the first ones they released. There's only 10 of each in each color. So there's a total of 50 S1Rs out there. That's it. And S1Rs racing in URL. Yes. <laughs> it's one way to look at it. All right. You got anything else going on, Dak, as far as all the other projects you're working on? Feel free to plug those things, away. Yeah. So URL uh, also... Uh, we have a lot of people that come in to kind of promote some of the things they're doing. I've seen more and more folks from the Detroit Valley League jumping in, which is great to see. Also, Upix World uh, Slab has been kind of showing off a little bit of what the Poker Hand Node has been doing with X Carding X um, Mania, X Carding Mania, yes, and uh, the go kart racing that they're going to be doing as part of like an arcade experience. So that's going to be fun because they will be using. Um, URL sanctioned mini tracks. Uh, so I know Ben, you have a mini track. Yep. Something to think about. So yeah, so we'll be uh, kind of, as, as they kind of get through all of that, we'll definitely be talking about what tracks, what mini tracks we're gonna be using and how they're going to kind of be incorporated into whatever, uh, whatever the big plans are that Poker Hand Node is doing. Nice. Um, and that's it for now. All right. Sounds very cool indeed. 
I don't see TB man in, so we'll head on over to Joe and the agency. You there, boys? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So, welcome to a special <laughs> LA version of. Jump it like it's hot. Jump it like it's hot. Because it's number 24. So, uh, Kobe. Can't help it. I'm a basketball <laughs> fan. Anyway. Yeah, Kobe. Okay, so I uh, bear with me. I'm going to do some screen sharing this morning. Um, coincidentally, I had just dropped this on my Twitter. I don't know if you guys can see the image. Uh, throwing that trash ball into the uh, little basket. Saying, Kobe, <laughs> which used to be Jordan, I guess. Uh, too bad we don't have a helicopter sound effect here. Ooh, low soon. blow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, Funko has a drop today at 1900 UTC, 11 a.m. California time, and it's a doozy. We have House of the Dragon Series 1, which will be out before the video is. So head on over to Atomic Hub and start picking up your favorites and maybe make a run for the royalty. Um, I personally have not seen this show. I love Game of Thrones, though. Um, so I don't know a lot of the characters, but I do know the last name Targaryen. And they're, I know they're the stars of the show, along with the dragons, of course. The physical redeemables for this one go as follows. Starting with the Grail Daemon Targaryen, which has $9.99 available. And the four legendaries, which have $2,600 available, are Aemon Targaryen, Rhaenyra Targaryen, Sir Criston Cole, and this, <laughs> these names are tough, the Ceres Targaryen. The royalty, which can be obtained by getting the whole collection minus the redeemables, is a uh, Vagar the dragon. It's fire, uh, literally. <laughs> That's cute. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that show either. Um, matter of fact, I barely watched the whole Game of Thrones series uh, in its entirety about a year ago, so I'm way behind. Um, but if there's no Hodor, I may skip this one. <laughs> <laughs> Although wait, I hold do... the hold the door. What happened to that guy's eye? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the blue guy. I like the no, blue no, the king, the king, the king. Oh yeah. I'm he, gonna wash to find out. The red yeah. eye and the blue eye here. And you I really I need like to watch the show. <laughs> I do like that it's Damon and Amen. I think that's pretty funny. And I also think it's hilarious that that it's um Bogar is the, the, the dragon. So Bogar's mom must be Mother Bogar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay move, moving on uh this is one of my favorite artists on wax uh we've talked about him almost three weeks in a row now he keeps coming up with stuff he had a bit of a break there um it's robert bone he had a drop on monday aka yesterday at 1 p.m and i was able to grab one nice and he's got another drop uh, on Wednesday at 1.44 California time or 21.44 UTC. And this one looks like this. Oh, that's um, so cool. That looks painful. Yeah, I think it's looking like there's a candle on top of this thing. <laughs> and yeah, so it's like one of those lights that works by movement, hooked to the bike chain. It's pretty cool. Are um, these still available? So these are on Wednesday. Oh, and the way it works is you, this is an NFT hive yeah. and you can burn any of your previous heads to get this new one. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think it's a pretty cool way to do this because it reduces the size of the overall collection, which should conceptually make it more valuable in the long run. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah, cool. I love those. I've been yeah. buying them. <laughs> so uh, next we have a new launch, and that's also on Wednesday, 1200 UTC. And this was 4 a.m. California time. And that's called Ultraman. And they are doing their um, digital series 001 with physical collectibles up for grabs, um, a little on Ultraman. Over the past 55 years, Ultraman, excuse my pronunciation as again, created by Tuzbaria Productions, has, vowed, has wowed audiences across the world. Across TV, film, manga, and games, Ultraman is a Japanese pop culture icon. And for the first time, he's entering the metaverse. So there's gonna be 300,000 digital items and 20,000 physical items available in 10,000 packs. So on the pricing, those are for a standard egg, it's $8.99 USD, and it comes with five. And the premium egg is $26.49 and contains 15 NFTs. So don't miss this initial launch on Wednesday. Nice. Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm having a little issue with the <laughs> Ultraman screen sharing. Sorry about that, guys. Um, okay, so... Uh, Ultraman was a little before my time, but it looks cool and I wish them lots of success. I like the physical toy connection. Um, we're going to go over a few more drops in, um, in less detail here. Um, and we've got Nova Pangea. Um, they are, they're having a drop. They actually had a drop Monday for their chapter two story pack. And that should be up here. And then we have RK4Z, who did their goblins. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there. Sorry. Okay, so Nova Pangea did their goblins. I mean, uh, R4KZ did their goblins. And Left House has a drop on Thursday. And that is for a pack called The Left of Us. And... Um, yeah, I am having an issue sharing at the screen, but it's a really creepy zombie looking uh, pack of him. Yeah, maybe not suitable for kids. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> JRG, the Brazilian rapper we have covered before, has a drop on Friday at 22C or noon California time. And on Sunday, we have a drop from Tales of the Crypto out of their fifth action collab, Quite Badass. However, they still have not sent the bonus for holding the rare Jack the Ripper. So uh, hopefully that happens sometime soon. Is that normal, Marchies? Does what? it take a while to get like your little bonus? Oh, uh, yeah. They, they have certain days that they drop. Okay. I, was, I wasn't trying to be impatient. <laughs> right on. Okay, so for Ooh. our giveaway this week, um, I would like to offer up an amazing NFT by the one and only More Cheese. Ooh. Yeah, it's titled Birth of a Metaverse. Uh, check it out. Uh, I really like this one. It's a bit of a diversion from what she usually does, although it's, it's still a portrait, but it's very different than most of her other works, which tend to be real people and things. This one appears to be some sort of like a goddess with a geometric design in space. Well, it's not, it's non-binary. It's not a male or a female. 
I did okay. it so that it wasn't, it didn't have like a specific sex. It's just a met the, an AI metaverse, like per, a metaverse being being born. Humanoid. Very <laughs> cool. Oh, being annoyed. Being annoyed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that sounds like being annoyed, but I guess. Okay. Um, so I got quite a few of these once I saw them go on the market. So I'm giving out number 80. I happen to have number 68, Ben, that is patiently <gasps> waiting for you in my wallet. Um, I'll pass it your way. No worries. What a guy. Oh, and well, yeah, I think you guys did send me a bunch of extra 68. So thank you very much for that. I forgot to follow up and thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I better give something back to the family. I'll give a Charles Manson Tales of the Crypto number 70. Nice. And you can see it there. All right. Now we can be part of the Manson family. Hopefully we don't have to kill anybody, right? Uh, no, yeah, no purchase or murders necessary. Luckily, we we should definitely talk about the new Wax Cloud wallet, though, real quick. Yeah. Okay. So I tried to log in to the NFT Hive. And I was forced to into this other wallet. And for a second, I thought I was getting scammed. See this cloud wallet here. I was like, wait, what's going on? But then I found an article. And so Wax has made, um, you can still use your other cloud wallet, but they've created this new thing. And again, this will be uh, in the link in the video description here so you can understand it. Um, there's an article about it. Me and Rob are creating a mini tutorial video about this as well. Um, so you can get a deeper understanding there. But basically it's to, here we got simplified onboarding, um, easier token management, but most importantly um, is this thing, the NFT token bridge. So to unleash the full potential of WAX blockchain utility with access to liquidity everywhere, it's been introduced to make all 335 million NFTs created on WAX available on Ethereum and BSC, Binance Smart Chain. Wow. So, yeah. So this is kind of a big deal. And uh, more EVM chains such as Polygon will be added in the future to further extend the reach of the WAX ecosystem. Um, do, you, and do you know if that's a two-way breach? Like it's saying that the WAX NFTs can go to Ethereum. Can it, can it go the other way as well? I believe so. And here's where it says it right here. Oh, it says nice. the, the cloud wallet bridge will be bi-directional, right? That's huge. Yeah, so it is huge. And here's the other thing, Ozo. we're really ahead of the game here. So you guys should be one of the first people to know about this because it hasn't happened yet. So this functionality won't even happen until the first week of March. So we're way ahead of the game here. Well, a week ahead of the game. <laughs> but we are ahead of the game. Uh, and again, if you want to learn more about it, this article will be here. And then we're going to put out that little uh, description as well. Very cool. Excellent. Well, great. Another wallet, another password, just what I need. In place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, progress has its costs. And hopefully this will lead to a bright future for WAX and NFT collectors in general. Right on. Well, that does it for this week's edition of Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop It Like It's Hot. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Thanks, are we doing those? Give Are you doing those giveaways on the back end with the fourth wall, or are we doing those today? It'd be great if we could do them today. Whenever you want to do them, and whenever right. you can fit them in, or if you're too busy, we can do it another time. 
Now we should be able to do that with uh, who's going to play wheel. Just have to remind me. Somebody slapped me up the side of the head. <laughs> All right. If you can bounce out a share screen, please, Joe. And I don't believe we've got TB in. Let me just double check. No, TB's not in. So I'll just, he did um, send me through a couple of points. Uh, one of the points he wanted to make note of was that the car market has shown a notable increase in UPX prices. So I think last week we, I kind of speculated that with the influx of 500 new cars, that, that perhaps it was going to go in the other direction. But um, cheese, you said you FOMO'd into some some extra cars. What's that all about? <clears throat> I got uh, well. I had a pickup. I was able to to mint um, a while back, and then I FOMO'd into buying another pickup, like uh, just in case I need like the extra cargo hold and whatnot. And it also holds three passengers. So nice. We'll see. All right, we'll follow up on that. That's part of our quips we'll touch on in a second too. So um, the other major point of news that came through was, I don't know if you saw before, Lisette posted about an hour ago. Uh, this is Lisette's message. A quick update on spotlights. Spotlights from the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 will be fully visible. Watermark removed on Monday, March 20th, 2023. Players who own spotlights will not need to do anything in order to un unlock their content. We will announce here when the spotlights are updated. So it'll be, I know um, there's been a bit more FUD kickoff with that and both Upland General and Twitter, um, people saying, what the hell? Um, so yeah, cool to see that. I've got a few myself that um, Shacky Shack helped me secure. So I'm looking to see those get removed and it'll be interesting to see how that all pans out in the markets as well. Cause some of them have been going for really cheap prices. So have to wait and see. <laughs> All right, moving on, MBE news and updates, wine and cheese in the Metaverse show. In episode 73, we were joined by guest co-host Moon Unit, who is also a legend of MBE, and we covered some of the recent Upland Metaverse news, most of it that dropped just after we got done recording last week's UDU podcast. Next minute, there was all these announcements, and I was like, what the hell? It's a conspiracy. But, yeah, so we touched on a whole bunch of stuff there. Um, and we also took a look at, was interesting to see a Web3 Colombian courtroom and YouTube appears to be angling heavily towards Web3 adoption at the moment as well. And then, of course, we got to know Moonyun a bit better and his journey into Web3 while exploring one of the awesome Layer 2 projects he's currently working on. And nothing else happening in the MBE this week, Chase? Uh... Any hints for this week's guest host on the worst show ever? I don't know, Dak. Do you wanna you wanna give a clue of who's gonna be on this Friday? The Father of Dragons. Father of Dragons. Ooh, that's, that's a good, a good one. way to leave it. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Our returning guest. We'll we'll say that as well. Two returning guests, as it may be. Two returning guests. Um, in Samurai Aquatics and Decor updates, uh, still not much to share on the second 10-piece outdoor decor set we are working on, although I guess we can say that it has a heavy focus on the artistic elements this time around. So uh, we'll share some more information there when we can. And last week we mentioned that we recently had six new models approved for manufacturing and the factory has been working at maximum capacity to start manufacturing those. 
And I don't know if you've seen the showroom at 30 Aqua Vista Way in Midtown Terrace, San Francisco, but it is chock-a-block full. <laughs> it's chock-a-block. literally, it's glitching out when I try and send anything else there because it's like, I guess it's an automated process where when you go to send it over, it kind of tries to find where to put it, but there's nowhere to put it. So it just kind of gets stuck in a loop and then glitches out. So yes. We are ready to go for our first sale of those items. Um, As I said, if you haven't seen, those six items are, one is a small Halloween sign, and then we've got five massive Christmas spirals that we submitted way back when last year. Hence, this will be our better late than never sale. So... That's it. It's a better late than never sale. So what does all that mean? Well, um, let's take a look, shall we? And that's a pretty good title. I like that, Ben. Yeah, I came up with that last minute last night. Give myself a little pat on the back too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I guess these are the Christmas spirals. I guess we'll touch on the um this is the Halloween sign that we put together. Now we this is what we're showing here on the screen, this is what it looks like when we submitted it. However, when it's come through the, you know, the blender baking process and getting it patched into Upland, the, the wood grain color on the one that we're manufacturing is way, way darker. And what that means is it's very hard to see some of, some of the text. Like you definitely can't see the Halloween unless you squint really hard and put your different colored underpants on and put your tongue on the left-hand side. Um, you'll be able to see it. So because of that, um, we're not actually going to sell those. Um, now, the Halloween sign is an epic rarity at 1,000 max mints. But like I said, we're not 100% happy at how those turned out. So we're not going to put them up for sale. Instead, we'll be giving them away. Uh, we'll be giving away one Halloween sign for every five Christmas spirals that you purchase. Um the giveaway for the sign you could either pick that up via a legit burner swap or we'll put a reserve price of 68 upex in for you to pick that up um we just use 68 on it 68 upex on any of those because it helps track on the back end um if we if one of us gets sent to jail it's the easiest way to you know to work out what has happened and why um so yeah for every five spirals you get, you will be awarded one free Halloween sign. And any remaining stock that we manufacture, that'll be used for future giveaways and other bonus rewards events, etc. Like, obviously, we plan on um, hopefully doing some more Halloween stuff this year with other items. Well, maybe this is another extra piece that you can get. Um, why did I go off share screen? So, yeah, Christmas <laughs> spirals. Now, on the flip side... We've got the five Christmas spirals here. Now, these are absolutely massive. If you haven't seen, go and have a look along Aquavista Way. They're all in storage. They're ready to be put up for sale. Um, They are at the maximum size allowable for outdoor decor currently. Um, And, you know, on the flip side to the Halloween sign where we weren't really happy with it, in actual fact, the Christmas spirals, they look way better in game than yeah. they do when we submit them. Like they really pop, especially the blue and the red. It just looks freaking amazing. So I love all of them. I, yeah. I'm so proud of this. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you go a little closer uh, in this? I can try. <laughs> yep. I can try. Yeah. So it's a bit you can blurry. see that. All right. But you can see that it's the beaded pixel um texture. Yes. That 
I I gave um Tech to put on there and he he did such a great freaking job. My God. Absolutely. I can't even decide. I thought the black one was gonna be my favorite. Yeah. But like all of them, like the the blue one looks like it's snow, the green one looks like a tree, the red yep. one looks like fire, the black one looks just really freaking cool. Yes. And the white one just goes with everything. Yeah, and it's it's a point too, like when we first well, when I first applied for the Samurai Aquatics, um, well, it was a business license and it wasn't a meta venture. It was all about um, in-ground ponds, garden ponds and pools. And then as we famously know, fast forward, you know, another, a year and a half and they said, oh, you can't do pools and ponds. So we had to go back to the drawing board. This is another, this is another one of those things where you've got to think outside the box if you're going to be involved in this sort of stuff. Like mm-hmm. we know that you can't do trees. There can't be anything living. So we got together, Cheese, D-Tech and myself. And so what, what can we actually do for Christmas? And this is where we came up with this Christmas spiral thing. Is it a Christmas tree? No, it's not. It's a Christmas spiral. And, you know, it's got the snake skin wrap. So, yeah. So think outside the box. But, yeah, five colors, green, blue, red, black, and white. And the prices on these, I believe we worked out as 24,000 UPEX each. Which is incredibly affordable. Yeah, especially for the size. Once you see the size and the scale and how they look in game, yeah, they're really, really awesome. And don't forget, if you pick up five, you get one of the Halloween signs for free. Free, free. Um, now, what do I have to mention about those two? Oh, yes, they are an epic rarity as well. So there's only a thousand max mints of those. Yep. Um, not 100% sure when that's all going to go down. So make sure you jump into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server probably if all goes well probably be this weekend sometime so but you know once that first sale goes out we're going to try and keep a few of those in stock and you know obviously we'll do we'll do a big manufacturing blitz as we get closer to christmas this well we do we do have another item for christmas coming up but we won't share that just yet yeah i mean and it's epic it's epic yeah we, we submitted a whole bunch of stuff and you know that's it's still Jen and the team a Jen and the team are just slowly working through the pro- process. So yes, all right. Now let me see where we're at. We covered all that. We covered all that. Ah, wine of the week. Yes. Um, going back to the UNICEF block explorer sale. Now, yeah, I did have a wine straight away in the UCN channel. This announcement dropped at two eleven a.m. my time, and the sale kicked off at three a.m. Yeah, you can say that those are still available now. So what the hell are you whinging about, Ben? Stop being a man-child. But what, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> it's just a bad precedent to start. You, you can't drop an announcement right before the sale starts. Well, what if that had a sold out? You can't. You just can't do that. It's just <laughs> such a bad habit to start getting into. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like uh, maybe they didn't like maybe – if it did sell out, it would have been a catastrophe. Good thing that it didn't. Yeah. But it is good that people did say something because they do listen. Lizette told me that they do listen to all feedback. You know, as long as it's said nicely and respectfully and not, you know, sarcastically. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully they will take what you said and what others said into consideration. <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah, I, I would have been disappointed if I had to work up at, uh, well, it just, it just so happened that I was up at 3.30 a.m., so there was still some available anyway. Um, yeah, and the other thing that was that kind of kicked off with that as well is people ask, well, why are these only available on web? You know, it's $10 where you can buy, you can spend $50 to buy Spark on the mobile version. So 
I don't know. I, I guess it's one of those things where it's it's it all seemed very last minute. And if you've ever tried to do anything with Apple, the lag on getting them to do anything's massive. So yes, so that sort of things I kind of understand. They push it to web, and it's easy to just take care of it. But yeah, come on, fifty minutes notice time. We can do better, Upland. We can do better. <laughs> Does anybody else have a wine or a grease trap? We haven't had a grease trap segment. Anybody whining? Jazz, you fired up about anything? There's spark treasures. No? No? All good in the Oh, hoops? look what Finsky said. Because of the Apple Google tax, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, a, f- a few people, and because you, you go on the mobile, you pull it up, you get the pop-up that says, okay, we're doing this uni- UNICEF thing, and you think, oh, great, I'll check that out. You click on it, and it takes you to the UPEX sale page, and it has the header there for it, but then there's nothing there. So my initial reaction was at whatever it was, 3.30 oh, a.m. I was it's like, sold it's, it's sold out already. What the hell? So, yeah, th- there's no link there to go see it on the, the web. So yeah, that's yeah, uh, so- kind of... Just to like explain, Finsky and Eric said that um, it could be because Apple, Google tax yeah. uh, that they're donating the money and they can't have the app stores taking part of the donation. Yeah. And yet perhaps perhaps it's an issue with um, uh, Apple that they can't have a link to the web version for that particular thing. Who knows? But yeah, it's definitely a lot of people just like I did initially too, assumed it was sold out and didn't look into it further. So. But yes, people, there are plenty available there if you jump on over to the web version. Over 300 of each. All right, uh, win of the week time. I managed to pick myself up a 2,072 upsquared property in San Francisco through the week for 785,000 upex. Yummy, wow. yummy, yummy. I'm jealous. I pay, much- I've paid a hell of a lot more for a hell of a lot smaller. So I know that was a very good score. Thank you very much for the people that are continuing to bail out. Um, I believe it was in Portola, 785k it was just for over 2000. So that's a, that's a pretty big score. Those are hard to grab. Yeah. I know um, DTEC was recently in the market for a big one to build a lily tower and he was looking around. There wasn't much available that would even fit a lily tower on. So you know, but like I said, I, I managed to score that one for 700, just under 800K. And a few weeks ago, I scored a 4,000 up squared for 800K. So if you keep your eye out, there are still some bargains to be had. Anybody else had a win? No, I had to spend 2.5-ish, almost a million for my plot of land from my factory. Yes, cheese is in the red. <laughs> Big time. Yes, but Good it's time. setting up for the future, and we're going to touch on that here in a minute. I have a win. Oh, Mesme. go for it, Mesme. What do you got? I'm a little late on this win, but I'm very excited. I got a passenger vehicle, and it's the yellow one. It's exactly what I wanted, and I was, like, number 54 in line. Nice. nice. Grats. Well done. Grats. Very cool. All right, and, yeah, we're going to touch on that very soon if we can get through this next bit um anything particular happening in the bronx style node this week chase um we're we're doing another uh apartment i believe it's dub another dub apartment that one has maybe six or seven more days about 
Um, I'm work. I, I contact contracted the UCC to do my factory, which is not in my node, but right next door, like right on the border in another neighborhood, which is ideal because I didn't really want any factories in my node. Um, and when that's all done, I'm going to most likely put up another small showroom in my middle area. Um, I have a large showroom in there currently, but yeah. Nicely done. Right, about I, um, yeah, I'll, I'll touch on that briefly. And then TB, I see you've jumped in. So we'll swing on over to you after I get this next bit done as well. Uh, Midtown Terrace, uh, we're at 84.2% built last week, still at 84.2% this week. Um, however, this morning I have secured some extra spark and that will allow me to get back to staking on some of the remaining builds. And Finsky and I talked about doing another round of a uh, put it up and we'll build it campaign at some stage soon. But uh, that'll all have to be coordinated in with you, Cheese, and the other node managers to make sure we maximise our efforts and aren't stepping on each other's toes, etc. In other UDU news, it's still pretty quiet all around. Uh, congrats to Coop, however, who snagged a big 90,000 Upex prize right before the Sao Paulo release. Thanks to Finsky to putting that all together. We did have a bunch of um, kind of vetting members move up to full UDU status. And there's a few things kicking off there, which was cool to see. Um, personally, I've got two more builds in the school node to go before I sidetrack the UCC to bang up a showroom for myself. And then we'll be straight into my Stropwood node builds as well. And while it is quiet in the UDU server, as I said, there is a the very early stages of something brewing and it will likely have massive and positive implications for UDU and beyond. Um, I got together with the UDU general manager, Finsky, late last night for a chat, and we need one extra key bit of information to fall into place before that proceeds any further. Um, assuming we continue, then that'll all be outlined to our other managers within the UDU server, and then um, we'll push that to the wider UDU team for feedback, et cetera, ASAP. Uh, hoping to have at least the foundations of all of that sorted out to be announced publicly in next week's UDU podcast. Although, as I said, there's still a lot of moving parts to fall into place. Um, we aren't the oldest and most stable and exclusive node development team for no reason. One of our core strengths is our willingness and ability to continually adapt, survive and evolve. And this is where all of the UDU members in the Zoom are supposed to chime in and start to chant, UDU. No, no one, cheese, no one. Right. Oh. Um, yes, uh, code code phrase for this week. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, DTEC. Thank you, DTEC. And really fast, I just want to thank uh, Finsky for helping us out as much as he has. He's yes. been huge, huge. Yep. Like if it wasn't for him, I, I feel like we would have been behind in a lot of things. And thank you so much, Finn. Yes. And I actually, yeah, like I said, I had a good, it was about 30 minute chat with him last night, which was really fun. Um, code phrase for the, the wheels this week is I've dropped it several times. Now the code phrase is better late than never, better late than never. Better late than never. All right. We see TV is in TV. We kind of briefly touched on what you sent through to me. Is there anything else you'd like to say, or at the very least, you can give your store a plug. What's the latest specials happening? 
All right, I won't take up too much of your time then. Uh, we over at Fremont Fanatics in Vegas, we have got a whole bunch of stuff on offer. Uh, probably things to be interested in right now is the, um, the video highlights. Um, I think uh, we touched on that, they're coming out 20th of March, so I've just seen. So it'll be interesting to see whether that has any impact on prices and things for them. But right now you can pick them up pretty affordably across across the metaverse as well not just in my store all over the place so if people are big into the fifa stuff then it's not a bad shout to grab one of those and see what happens um otherwise pretty pretty quiet on the uh, on the sales fronts on on all accounts really um i think there's been a lot of other stuff going on this week that's been way more interesting to people the uh the vehicle sale was probably the the big one this week and I, i'm guessing you touched on that a little bit already i don't want to go too much into there but the one thing i will say is the um the, the upx base price of vehicles has shot up the last couple of days which really surprised me because i thought with more coming to market it would go down um but it seems to have dragged more interest in i've actually sold two vehicles since i got on this call a few minutes ago um, oh, so nice. I'm not quite sure what's going on, but I'm about to go oh, take nice. some of mine off the market in case there's some kind of spike happening and I'm missing out. So, mm. um, yeah, so something to keep an eye on. Um, but otherwise, all pretty quiet on that front. Oh, excellent. Thank you very much, Mike. Um, all right, we'll I'm move re- on. Oh, sorry. I just want yeah. to say I'm really enjoying watching D-Tech drive in his Canada snowy landscape there. No, don't move in there. Look at his face. Just keep your eyes on the road. Yeah, I can very little road. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. All right. Uh, main topics for discussion this week that I mentioned at the start of the show was Spark Week. I think we covered that. The UNICEF Brazil's Emergency Relief Block Explorer. We covered that. Genesis Week covered that. One Piece Labs covered that. Ah, the hint at the upcoming international city release. Now, did you catch this in the UDU server before, Cheese? Speaking of the no. female. Speaking of the Finn man, he dropped this. So we do know if you saw uh, X1 dropped, he replied to a comment on Twitter a few more, well, a day ago saying Asia would be awesome. You know, people were speaking that they'd love to see Asia next oh, up in yeah. Upland. And then what do you know? Finn has also found that Dirk has tweeted uh, a picture of himself and it says here, congrats old mates to be appointed as the new manager of South Korea's men's national football team. Uh, I enjoyed meeting you again during the FIFA world cup in Qatar. See you on the pitch and in the upland metaverse. So yeah, this guy is tied up with the South Korean men's national football team. So you put two and two together. I'm going to go hard. Hard. Here we come. Perhaps in Korea. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. crazy so that might be a little hint there <clears throat> as well so well done finsky for piecing mm. all those together we'll have to wait and see all right the other point i had is for tips for those looking at applying for one of the structure ornament meta ventures options now um some of this kicked off in the upland daily i got chatting with some people there and cheese and i have kind of had a few reflectory conversations about it as well um let me see. I'll pull this up. So, yeah, just after we got done recording the UD podcast last week, this big, massive announcement dropped. We we covered this extensively on the Wine and Cheese show that followed up. Uh, this is massive news that's going to get a whole bunch more people involved in MetaVentures. You know, there's three options here. You can be a factory only, a showroom only, or both. Um, 
Now, some of the confusion that's kicking around, uh, where is it? It's the factory stuff. Ah, st structure ornament factory application requirements. So there's a couple of things here that make obvious sense. You've got to have a factory to apply for a factory. Yeah, duh, duh. Um, medium or large. Some people have built a bunch of small factories and they're not included in this. You, you got to realize that outdoor structure ornaments are they're big items. They're going to be required to be built in big factories. Small factories are set up to build small things. So you got to keep that in mind. Um, and, you know, I know Radish Head, YK2012, we did as well. There's a whole bunch of people saying, just cool your jets on building small factories on massive properties, you know. Don't get too far ahead of yourself. So another thing that's kicked off is that the applicant must have a minimum of three spark at the time of application. Now, people are worried that they may only have three spark, but a large factory can take up to 25 spark. You got to plan for the future. If you only have three spark now, I would assume your spark balance isn't going to go backwards. The more that you do, the more that you engage in, your spark balance is going to go up. So you should always be looking ahead to the future. So don't worry if you don't have much spark now, as long as you've got the minimum, then yeah, I'd say definitely go for the largest factory that you can afford within your means without overextending yourself and all of that. And now this is the other big thing here. Cheese, you're on mute. Did you want to take this away? The applicant must be ready to share via email a manufacturing plan this is important yep. including structure ornament names and descriptions this includes the maximum number of mints of each structure ornament and the ornaments compatible structures i.e type of buildings more details can be provided at a later date but we need to understand the plan so this basically goes back to what we had to do for our outdoor decor we had to give schemas we had to give Look at crypto in his haircut. Oh my God. So distracting. <laughs> <laughs> we had to give types of colors. Um, so like uh, how, what we're going to do for the entire year. So this is going to be difficult for, for dec um, the building ornaments because you have to, you have to figure out what holidays, what events you're going to I do? I don't think it's going to be easier because outdoor decor was just totally open-ended, but structure ornaments, we know that there's, it seems that they're going to be tied to specific events. So, you know. No, it's going to be, it's, well, in my opinion, it's going to be more difficult because with decor, you could do whatever you want. With, with structure ornaments, you have to be specific. You have to, if you leave out an event or a holiday you're you're screwed for a couple of months like you can't do anything while other people are selling like let's say you forgot St. Patrick's Day DTEC, what are you doing you're killing us I'm trying to put you on mute but you keep bouncing out of me <laughs> um so like let's say for um St. Patrick's Day if the other the other people are prepared for it and you didn't do anything you're sitting out you're losing yeah. money for that whole event yeah, they don't underestimate the work that's involved in setting all, that all up. Like we covered that on the Wine and Cheese Show. We spent multiple, multiple hours, you know, putting that plan together. So it's it's not something you can just skip over and think, oh, I'll cover that later and just apply with a, you know, a 
fly by the seat of your pants plan. You you got to put in the effort. Um, if your MetaVenture application comes through and there's been bugger all effort put in, well, you shouldn't be surprised to find out that your MetaVenture application isn't accepted. You know, you can't you gotta, just wing it. <laughs> no, you can't. You you got to put the work in, and it is a lot of work. Yeah. Yes. Um, so like, yeah. if you want to just wing it, be a showroom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're they're offering something for everybody, which is amazing. If you don't have the know-how, just open up a showroom, and all you have to do is just kind of network with the the factories and sell their you know sell their stuff. Yeah, because it it is a hell of a lot of work to get all that sorted out. And I mean, we agonized and we we kind of went down the same path. We were like, well, how the hell are we supposed to plan for the future when we don't even know what the future is? So. You know, you just got to throw a few things, throw a few things down and try and flesh your ideas out. So, yes, probably for structure. Let's try and think of the most obscure, you know, events you possibly can. Yeah. It'd be, be very cool if you could monopolize some kind of, you know, I have some, event. but I'm not going to say it because yeah. I'm going to use it for ours. Yes. Actually, I'm going to put it in our, in our yes. thing. <laughs> and Kachow said, I just want to drive my semi between the showroom and factory. Give me a chance here. Yes. And we're going to touch on that here in a second as well. All right. So that's it. Yeah. As I said, it's a massive opportunity. That's, and I fully expect that perhaps once that system is established or maybe even beforehand that um, manufacturing for outdoor decor will be opened up to new factories and other showrooms as well. So yeah, as we keep saying, if this is something you want to do, don't sit around and wait for everything to drop. Get all that work done on the back end before the opportunity comes through so you can sink into it with both your upper and lower teeth as soon as it comes through. Um, Jack had a question. How oh. is the factory different from having a decor license? Well, there is no such thing as a license anymore. That terminology, that disappeared after, a, you know, Originally, I was I was um, awarded a decor license, but then they changed to this MetaVenture kind of system. So I'm not sure what's the underlying question there. How is the factory different from having a decor license? Well, you have to have you have to have your license to be able to operate the factory. Otherwise, your factory is just a, another building on the map. I don't know. I'm not sure I understand what you mean there, Shaki. Um, all right, we'll see if that comes through. Uh, last week's weekly challenge was to let us know in the YouTube comments or in the contest channel in the MVE server, what are some of your, no, I'm skipping ahead. What the hell am I doing? No, it was to do all that, but let us know what your best property score was in Sao Paulo uh, and why, or if you weren't taking part or you crashed and burned, you could let us know that instead. It was a 1,000 up for every entry up to a maximum of 20,000. And I believe we had... 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, 12 participants. So good on you. Good on you. And thank you for putting the extra effort in for that. And let's give that away. And look at this. The wheels are actually playing nicely today. Let's give away 12,000 Apex. Do, 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 do. I can't see who that is. Michael 10. Hey. Michael Tan, aka Awesome, congratulations, 12,000 UPEX on the way for you. Yeah. Let me 
boink out of there. And yes, um, as I started to blurt out, uh, this week's challenge, again, in the YouTube comments or the contest channel in the MV server, let us know what some of your favorite features are of any particular Discord server and or on the flip side, what are some of your Discord server related pet peeves? What do you like about some of the Discord servers you're in? What don't you like about them? Uh, be You can be anonymous. You don't have to mention names, of course. Be brutally honest. Um, and again, that'll be 1,000 Upex for every entry up to a maximum of 20,000. Uh, let me let me just catch up on what Shaq had here. So is the factory essentially the same as producing custom decor like you guys? Ah, that we don't know. We don't know. I think know. it depends on what um, the factory you apply for. So currently the factory you're applying for is for the structure ornaments. Yeah. They even said that you can't really combine it. I'm sure that they'll have um, decor coming out sometime in the future. Yeah. But for now, it's just for the um, structure ornaments. As far as the, as the logistics for how it all works goes, I would assume it would be very similar. Um, the showroom's the one that's a bit, we don't know how that's going to play out. But the factory, I assume it will be the same. You you create your NFTs, you submit them to Upland. There's a uh, lengthy approval process. Um, once your item's approved, that Upland will let you know what the spark error requirements is of those are, and then they become available in your factory UI to start manufacturing. Um, yeah, I, I would assume it would be very similar. Although the, the, the different thing about the factory is we have been told that uh, the structure ornaments don't need inventory space on the factory lot. So we don't know, we don't know anything on how that sort of thing's gonna play out. Like um, once your items are built, where do they go? Is it going to be a little card on the factory or who knows that there's probably going to be some different system within the factory UI that will, you know, cover all that. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, all right. Where are we at? We've done this week's challenge. Oh, we're on to this week's quips. So remember quips stands for questions, insights, provocations, and statements. If at any stage you have some upland or UDU related quips, that we could dive into on the UDU podcast, let us know. Uh, there's a Google form in the description. Um, you can submit them anon anonymously, but if you include your Upland in-game name and we use your submission, we'll send you 5,000 Upex. And this week's quips was sent to us by Kinda520, who put forth a bunch of questions related to transportation mechanics. Now, um, Kachel, there's a few people have talked about transportation mechanics through the show so far. Um, now, before we kicked off, we we're kind of laughing at Kinders put about 50,000 questions here together for his quips, but we'll run through them. He's asked, since they are selling cargo and passenger-based vans, do you think they are going to update Upland so that the factory and showrooms are going to have a manually move outdoor decor and people sooner than later? And in brackets, he said, we already know this is the plan from what Upland has already said. So, yeah, we do know that eventually outdoor decor is going to have to be moved with some kind of transportation UI mechanics from the factory to the showroom. And also when you come and purchase them at 30 Aqua Vista Way Midtown Terrace, there's going to have to be some transportation mechanics where it gets transported from the showroom to wherever you are. So the question there is, 
And I, and I should say too that um, he mentioned like moving people as well for city releases. The question there is sooner rather than later. What do you think? I think later. Yeah, I think later because um, we're not out of the beta yet. I think once <clears throat> we're out of the beta, then yeah. everything is going to start happening. But it's not fair since we're kind of being guinea pigs at the moment. However... However, everything I do with the Samurai Aquatics factory is to get inventory out of the factory and stored up near the showroom ASAP because I'm just always thinking ahead that this is going to be something that just here you go. Now you have to pay to have your stuff transported. I'm not going to I'm not going to load up the factory full of inventory. This gets dropped and then suddenly I, I missed out on the opportunity to essentially airdrop all of these for free. So if you go way, way back to the very first UU team meeting, you'll see I shared a screenshot where it had all of the properties I had reserved for Samurai Aquatics were shown in red and all of the other UU properties in Midtown Terrace were for, you know, residential development were shown in blue. So um, I did go ahead and build structures on those, but we've just followed through with that plan. Um, you'll see all along Aquavista Way and around every possible space spare space that is available around those townhouses is loaded full of decor waiting to be moved to the factory. Um, I'm assuming that we're not going to have to get somebody's car or truck to move it from this side of the road to the showroom across the road. There's going to have to be some kind of, uh, you know, buffer. So yeah. Mm, or, maybe it's like the send, the send. Um... Yeah. There's got to be something. I mean, otherwise they're going to patch themselves into a corner going too micro with it all. So yeah, we, we do know those mechanics are, are coming. Um, as Jezza said, Jazza said, nothing is quick with Upland. Yeah, but when stuff does come through, it comes through fast and with very little notice. So yeah, um, if you are somebody who's, who gets set up with a, a another outdoor decor business or a structure ornament manufacturing, yeah, I'd say wherever your showroom is, try to get your stock or whatever it is over there ready to go ASAP. That would be my advice. Of course, it's not financial advice. Um, I don't know. But yeah, Dak said later, you know, I, I don't think we're going to see that anytime soon. And Kindus asked again, and when this does happen, how will it work? For instance, will players rent a certain amount of time for rides, like an hour, unlimited rides, or pay per destination, pay for distance, etc.? cetera? Um, yeah. So this is for the, um, the passenger one. I expect we will likely get the passenger one before we get the like the decor transportation mechanics. I think the passenger one will probably be like a bit of a test period for that. Um, how's that going to work? I don't know. Any speculation there? I would assume it's going to work like uh, the existing mechanics where you pay per destination. But <clears throat> don't know. It'll be interesting to find out. Yes. And Dax said, oh, especially international insurance. That's one thing that I wanted to touch on too. Yeah. It, if you haven't yet secured your factory and showroom properties, um, the advice there is always try to get them as close as possible to minimize your cost. Um, yeah. If, if your factory is in Rio and your showroom's in Sao Paulo, <laughs> or a different country, yeah, you're going to... Um, there's going to be a lot of costs associated with that, which you will never inevitably have to pass on to your customers. Yeah. 
Um, what do we got next? Another question here he's asked is, and with decor, like who's going to pay for the travel of showroom purchases to the location of purchases home? Will it be part of to purchase? Will it be part of the purchase price or separate? Um, we have said for Samurai Aquatics, these are our current prices. While we we have this airdrop mechanic, um, if we get you know if the transportation costs that we eventually get are minimal, then it's highly likely we'll just stick to the existing um, the existing prices. However, if they're significant, like I said, those are going to have to be passed on. Um, every every individual factory showroom situation, they're going to be free to do whatever they want there. Um, but yeah, we've kind of front loaded that with, if prices do increase, it will be because of there are extra transportation um, costs. And if you've seen any of the, we've been very public in the breakdown of our costs. Like we've said, you know, how many man hours has been involved in us putting this price together, what the spark hour costs are. So for us personally, there would be another column there, transportation costs. So yeah, we've been very public with that. So we'll just have to wait and see. And that's not all he's also asked. And most importantly of all is who is going to make these decisions? I would hope it solely falls on the factory showroom owners for various reasons, like for marketing, discount deals, pricing, etc. Yeah, I, I would assume so. I don't think Upland is going to force us to do anything really. Um, I mean, they have their restrictions for what we could submit for outdoor decor, but as far as pricing, marketing, there's there's been no restrictions at all placed on us for that. So, um, and Dak has asked, has anyone done an evaluation of UPEX costs for airplane fares compared to miles? I believe somebody did in the very early stages, although I haven't seen that for a while. Like when we were getting um, notifications of new cities, people were using some kind of algorithm to work out, well, then the transportation fees are probably X, but yeah. I yeah, I, I think that if once you start looking at transportation costs, understanding what airplane fares costs are and kind of setting up some comparable rates. Yeah, um, I know that's probably one of the things worth looking at. Yeah, it, it should be minimal. Like if, if you're moving a bloody a pot plant to somewhere, it should be should be very minimal. Yeah, and crypto said group pricing as well. Yeah, the, I mean, there's going to be several factors, the distance, and you yep. can figure out the distance of UPEX based on airfare, but then you also have, if there's going to be uh, fueling charges, like yep. spark costs and so forth associated with transportation, then yep. you have to factor that in. And then if there's weight associated, I know that there's certain vehicles can only carry certain loads and therefore those vehicles have more expenses. And yeah. so obviously that will factor into the cost. And so it's not just a, a like direct distance cost. It's also based on weight and uh, transportation mode. Yeah. And like we've been given, although when we submit our outdoor decor, we have to say the, the height, the width, um, the length requirements, there's been no indication anywhere as far as weight goes. So that's one of those things we just have to wait and see. And of course, don't forget too, we haven't even received our trailers for our semi trucks. So we got no idea of how all of that's going to pan out as well. So it's a bit of an interesting one that. So yes, thank you for that kind of, that was very thought provoking there. So if you want to secure yourself an easy 5,000 UPEX, just like kind of did. Yeah. Click that. Uh, Google yourself. <laughs> yeah. 
click that Google form in the description and send it through. And like I said, it can be anonymous. So you can just tell me to shut up and but you might get yourself 5,000 UPEX as well. All right, with all of that said, I think we've covered anything. Anything else we need to touch on cheese before we give away some more stuff? <clears throat> I don't know. Should we should we address the um, the Jedi in the corner? The Jedi his, in the room. Yes, Jedi. His coiffed, his nicely coiffed hair. Because the last time Jedi was on, he had a. It looked like he had three children stuck to the back of his head. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! <man. laughs> Sacrifices have been made. I cried the entire time. Nice. It looks good. Like it looks good though. That looks great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It must feel better. Oh yeah. I weighed it. It was like two pounds of hair. Whoa. Yeah. You I, I like the little... the little straggler you got hanging yeah, on yeah. there. <laughs> right. I'm trying to be like uh uh Anakin. Yeah, know? I was just about to say that. You do kind I have of some have beads that, that kind of weigh it down and it'll hang down like that. But uh yeah, I definitely cried the entire time. <laughs> I did it myself too. I'm like, uh. oh, you did a good job. Thank you, thank you. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to, uh, you know, I'm going through some pruning, so uh, hopefully, uh, making room for the new stuff. I'm, uh, God willing, I'm hoping to move to another country soon, Nicaragua. Oh wow! And uh, and. Uh, uh, set up base over there, get some New surfing in, you know, do some cool things like that. New adventures await, mate. No right, right. Setting my sails. That's the way. All mm -hmm. right, let's give away some shizzle. Oh, yeah. And on that note, too, Finsky said uh, that I saw last night that he tried to cut his hair too. And he's um he's a bit of a hairless fiend at the moment as well. It's quite interesting. Most friends go do that, do the bald look. Yes. That well, buzz. Definitely, <laughs> definitely fits in that category at the moment. <laughs> I've got a funny feeling we forgot to do something, but we shall move on. Um, so this is the who's going to play wheel. Now, if you're not in the chat, Jedi, I see that you're not in the list. I'll bung you in the list here. Anybody else in chat who's not in the list? Joe, MC, Dak, D-Tech, Eric, Finn, Kachel, Kinder, Laban, Maui, Mesme, Rob, Shaq, Simone, Slav, TB, Jazz, and Jedi. Anybody else? We have the uh, NFTs giveaway too. Yes, I'll do. Oh, well, let's do that first, eh? Once we get this secured. Nobody else in chat saying, hey, what about me? It isn't fair. Nope. No, nope. all right, let's see. So this, remind me again, Joe, <laughs> what, what are we giving away here? Two NFTs? Yeah, we have one of more cheeses, amazing versatile metaverse, and the Charles Manson NFT won't murder you special. All right, so this one is for cheeses, birth of the metaverse NFT. If it Good lands luck, on everybody. me, oh, I should have put my name me. in there. Damn it! If it lands on it me, does it land. oh, I might have ticked over to Dak. I think. All right. Yes, congratulations, Dak. <clears throat> Hit up Yay. Joe. Hit up Joe to claim your prize, and we've got one more from Rob. The... So put your name in for that one. Oh, I missed it again. <laughs> the Manson one. And it's TB. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations, TB. Hit up the boys to claim your Thank prize. Thank you. So that was, who was that? That was Dak and TB. I'll just note that down to follow it up. 
Dak and Tidley. All right, one million Upex wheels times. Let's see who's going to play. You see it before we do. Jazzy Jazz in the house. Jazzy Jazz. Are wow. you there, Jazz? She might be off smashing cocks. Are you there, Jazz? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm on. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not feeling too great, so I'm not smashing any cocks today. Oh, sorry to hear that. All right, Jedi you, looks very confused. You'll have to listen back to some of the previous shows to get some context on that one. Oh, that's amazing. All right, now, Jess, yes, mate. You know, it's better late than never, so start checking them. Ah, uh, you're on fire, podcast. Jazz. You're on fire, Jazz. Love it. All right, now, Jazz, I believe you, you've had a couple of cracks at this, so you know how to play. Take it away. Oh, I think I've only done it once. I was oh, like, really? what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck to you, Jazz. Let's give give away some Upix here when you're ready. But you know what? I think more cheese is better at giving away your Upix, so I'm going to trust her judgment on when to start. Ooh. It proved me wrong, though. Like, I thought I had it, and then I was I really timing it, and then it just changed it up on me. No, but I think you've got it. You've got it, more cheese. You've got it. Jazz believes it? in the cheese. I believe in the cheese. She's my cheese. My piece. Aww. All right. My so, cheese. yes. F- five chances at 25,000 upics on oh the God, first God, wheel. God, oh, how are we going? It's coming close. Oh, it's so close. I know. 1,000 upics, Jazzy. Are we banking that or are we spinning again? She's spinning, spinning again. again. You know, just the last one matters, Cheese. The last the last wheel matters. So even if you land on 50, you're going to burn straight through it and go to the last one? Really? I would I would take 50. <laughs> come I would, on. I would, yeah. Come on. Come on. I'm close. Um, I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. Oh, you're getting closer. Oh, my gosh. Wow. 2,500 ups. Oh. And that was one away again. All right. All right. I think I got this. I think and Finsky yeah, asked, think- yes, did chat, Jazz did drop the phrase, Finn, so don't worry. Thanks for double checking. I think my tasty piece of cheese has got it. All right. <laughs> Pressure's on cheese. Hot cheese. <laughs> Such all a right. dork. And don't right. forget that, yes, Jazz did drop the code phrase. At the start, so she gets a mulligan. An extra one. Well. Oh my God. It's so, see, like it's this w- would have brought Ooh. me like right there. You just missed the everyone wins though. 1,250 Apex is banked, but you get to see right. it. That's still pretty tasty. It's way yeah. tastier than the last time. It's definitely tastier than the 500 Apex Club. Mm. All right, let's see. Let's see. If that's over there, then it's got to be right there, right oh. before the cheese. All right, let's see how we go here. Come on, Jazz. Come on, Jazz. Uh, this Come is the mulligan me. spin. Oh, it's just ticked over. That's close. Just ticked over. Well, Jazz has picked That's up an close. extra 250 Upex, which I'll brings take her that. The 1,000. Thank you, Ben. No I'll send you, I'm going to send you a, um, I'm going to send you an NFT as well. Legend. Oh, thanks, Cheese. You got it. You're my girl. You're my tasty cheese as well. No. <laughs> I what love I it. To do? I'm definitely forgetting to do something here. Do you know what we're having, cheese? We're having pasta tonight, and I'm going to put plenty of you on it. <laughs> oh, it's getting a bit weird up here. 
So even there's no, even though there's no uh, smacking cocks, there's still lots of cheese. Oh, hey. Smack the cheese over your, over your pasta. Just smack it real let, good. Let, let's wrap the show up, shall we? Um, <laughs> a reminder that to go in the running for the one million Upix wheels, you should be in the Zoom at the start of the show for the snapshot. You need to be paying attention in the middle of the show to catch code word or phrase, and you need to be here at the end when the wheels start rolling. If you have an Upland <laughs> NFT or Metaverse product, service, or event to promote, opportunities are always available for sponsorship and engagement in this the UDU podcast. Uh, this oh includes <laughs> feature spotlights on the UDU podcast or long-form deep dives on the Wine and Cheese show. If you've got <laughs> something going on, we want to know about it and we want to help you promote it. So contact myself or More Cheese to discuss and secure your spots. And don't forget that all proceeds, well, mostly all of the proceeds go towards giveaways and prizes on the podcast. Um, please check out our sponsors, co-hosts, and other links in the description to help support <laughs> everything. And yes... <laughs> next week's show assuming that a few extra key bits of information fall into place you're not going to want to miss out on next week's show Ooh, do, like and subscribe rate and review sprick and spam <laughs> all of that good stuff yes get us out of your cheese before we get cancelled make sure to smack your cheese and stay fresh cheese back <laughs>